Well, hey there, Dallas-Fort Worth. Did you see the news? You know, the bad stuff about the housing market? Headlines like, collapse in Dallas-Fort Worth home sales, worse than Great Recession, or this one, average new home price in Dallas-Fort Worth down by $10,000. They are headlines to get you to click, and folks, it's working. But this month, I'm looking at the actual numbers, not the headlines, so you can see what's really happening in our local market right here in Dallas-Fort Worth. I'm gonna compare these stats to our pre-COVID era market Market, so you can see if this price drop is or isn't typical. So keep watching to see where we stand. I'm Jennifer Shannon. I'm a realtor with Keller Williams, and in this month's market update, I'm going to take some of these recent headlines and go into the data to show you what is really happening. And of course, I'll hit on all the October sales data so you can see where we are where we are overall. So let's start with interest rate. Latest data from Freddie Mac has them at 6.95% with 0.8% in fees and points. Now, that report was published on November 3rd, so it will be interesting to see where rates go now that the Fed did indeed increase the federal funds rate by the 75 basis points that were expected. Now, because the markets expected this increase, it had actually already been priced into the mortgage rates at the time of the meeting. What was not expected was the statement from the Fed that, quote, ongoing increases in the target range will be appropriate, end quote. So we will see how that affects rates this upcoming week. When we look at the unadjusted purchase index, which shows mortgage applications, we see that applications were down 41% from a year ago. So just like math, last month's update, that is a really big drop. So we're seeing this on a national scale, but what is actually happening here in Dallas-Fort Worth? Well, I'll start with those two headlines that I called out in the intro. So let's start with this one. Collapse in Dallas-Fort Worth home sales, worse than Great Recession. To be clear, the data point they're referring to in this article is the number of home sales, not the prices of homes. For October, we had 27% fewer sales than last year. When we look at the number of sales in October of this year and compared to 2019, we are down 17.5% in the number of homes sold. We still have a lot of people buying, it's just not as many. In fact, we are still technically in seller's market territory. We only have 2.8 months of supply. In October 2019, we had 4.3 months of supply. In 2018, we had 4.1 months of supply. So we just have 34% fewer homes for sale now than we did in October 2019. So why are we selling so few homes? Well, first, we're all aware buyers are taking a little break from the market right now because sellers don't want to list their home to an audience of crickets. They're not listing them to sell. They also don't want to give up their current interest rate if they don't absolutely have to. So they're staying put. So we are right back to having major inventory issues. On top of this, builders are now pulling back on new construction. So we are gonna have supply issues from all sides, from new construction and resales. And that's gonna be a really big problem for us when buyers decide to enter the market again. When rates start to go down, this inventory shortage is gonna put us right back into that multiple offer madness we just got out of. Now it probably won't be so bad, but it's still not gonna be fun. 
And it's possible we will see more listings when sellers get more comfortable with the number of buyers getting back in the market, but there is a big gap to make up for. And this is why I am so bullish for buyers right now and want to encourage you to get into the market. The mortgage rate you pay can change, but you won't be able to change what you paid for the house. And the people I want to get so excited about the market of the moment are first time home buyers. In the last market run up, we saw a lot of this type of buyer get priced out of the market because investors were outbidding them when coming in with all cash. The first time home buyer just could not compete. Well, that dynamic has changed dramatically. And this time, first time home buyers actually have a fighting chance. So if that is you, let's talk about getting you into something now before the feeding frenzy picks back up. And about this collapse in sales, prices are still up 10.7% year over year. We actually went up month over month, and this isn't always common from September to October, but interestingly, it's exactly what happened in 2019. The average sales price went up 0.3% then, and this year the price went up from 443,000 to 445,000, or 0.5%. And I actually did some digging on this data because I was curious to see how much our prices swing in a few month period. So I looked at the months of September, October, November, December, and then that following January for 2017 through 2020. And we get a very surprising range. Over that five month period, the highest sales price is in December, and the lowest of that range is just the following month in January. The drop from December 2017 to January 2018 was 8.7%. December 18 to January 19 went down 8.2%. And December 19 to January 20 went down 5.5%. What this tells me is that big pricing swings happen all the time, and it does not mean that the market is crashing, but that does not make for an exciting headline. So I refuse to hop on this clickbait bandwagon with these salacious headlines only to increase my audience. I'm using real, actual data for my reporting and my experience as a realtor and broker in the industry with over 16 years of having my real estate license. And to drive this point home even more, when it comes to price swings in a typical year, let's look at the highest and lowest amount for for this year so far. Our peak average sales price was $490,187 in June. Our lowest average sales price this year was in September at $443,022. That is a drop of 9.6%. You know what's crazy? That is almost identical to the swing we had in 2018. So back to the data. In 2017, our best month was June and worst month following that was October. We had an 8% drop. In 2018, our best month was June and our worst month following that was October with a 9.4% drop. In 2019, our best month, also June, and worst month following that was November, and that was a 6.8% drop. The market isn't really behaving any differently than past markets, and those were markets that weren't facing a recession. So the fact we're still doing as well as we are tells me Dallas is so insulated from what is happening elsewhere, and we are primed for a super competitive market when things start to turn around for buyers. Now, for that second headline I mentioned in the, in the intro, average new home price in Dallas-Fort Worth, down by $10,000. Currently, the average sales price for a new home in October 22, what, 2022 was $505,649, so a 2% drop. 
Okay, should we panic? Well, again, let's look at what's happened in the past. We've seen much bigger price reduction percentages than that. From September to October in 2019, prices went down $9,540 or 2.6%. When we look at what happens in December to January, we see big drops. In 2017, prices went down $18,815 or 5%. In 2018, that month to month swing was $11,676 or a 3.2% drop. In 2019, prices dropped $17,006 month to month or 4.5%. And looking back, we would call those normal markets. So please do not get caught up in the crazy headlines because when you compare what is happening now to the past, we're actually just behaving normally. And again, I want to emphasize that these are normal price fluctuations when things are pretty dismal with the economic outlook, which again is why I am so pro buying right now. That if things are normal now, what is going to happen when more buyers get more confidence in the market? Could I be wrong? Sure, there are a lot of smart people trying to time the market. The problem with timing the market is you only know when the market was the best once it's over. So this is why local data is so important and not to just go off anecdotal stories and general national data. Okay, maybe it's time for me to get off my soapbox and get you the rest of the numbers. For our local numbers, I am looking at sales data from October from the entire MLS. The average sales price went up from last month to $445,582. So right out of the gate, we have great news. That's a 10.7% increase from where it was the year before. New listings went down for the fourth month in a row to 11,987 homes. We have 3.3% percent fewer new listings than last year. The overall number of homes for sale did take a big leap from last year with a 67% increase. And we currently have 28,634 homes for sale, for sale, but we are still well below our pre-COVID level of inventory when we had 43,454 homes for sale in October 2019. We now have 2.8 months of inventory. In October of 2019, we had 4.3 months of inventory. The time it takes for a home to go under contract is at an average of 36 days, and that's up four days from last month. In October 2019, it took an average of 55 days before homes went under contract. Our average sales price per square foot for DFW stayed the same from last month, and we are still at $199 a square foot, but that is up 11.2% from last year. The amount homes are selling for as a percentage of the asking price has dropped for the six month in a row and is now averaging 95.5% of the asking price. This is a big drop from where we were, yes, but I think a few things are happening. First, sellers are still starting high with their pricing and they're hoping to be the outlier in this market to get a sales price close to that peak level. But we are also right on track with where we were in October of 2019 and 2018. Yep, three years ago, homes were selling for 95.3% of their asking price. In October 2018, they were selling for 95.6% of their asking price. So again, our numbers really are not anything to be fearful of. Now buyers, I wanna talk to you for a little bit. I get it. Interest rates are higher than they've been in the past and houses are more expensive. So your payment is higher than it would have been a year ago. And that is a really hard reality to face. You may be hearing something called a two one buy down. It's becoming incredibly common right now to help buyers buy something now and give you two years of reduced mortgage payments. And you just refinance when rates go down. Here's how it works. 
it's not a variable interest rate. It's actually today's interest rate, but for the first year, your out-of-pocket expense is if the interest rate were 2% less. For the second year, your out-of-pocket expense is as if the interest rate was 1% less. The seller pays this difference to you. So let's take a loan amount of $400,000 at a 7.5% interest rate. Your principal and interest payment on that would be $2,797. To do a two-one buy-down, you'd calculate the principal and interest payments at 5.5% for year one and 6.5% for year two, then subtract those from the 7.5% payment. So for year one, the principal and interest payment on a $400,000 loan at a 5.5% interest rate would be $2,271 a month, a difference of $526 a month. So when you multiply that times 12 months, you get $6,312. That's the amount for year one. Year two, the principal and interest payment on that loan would be $2,528 at 6.5%, a difference of $269 a month. Times 12, that comes out to $3,228. So then you add the buy down from year one plus the buy down from year two, and you get a total buy down rate of $9,540. This is the buy down concession you would need at closing. Now, this is paid by the seller at closing, and the lender sets this money aside at closing into an escrow account and pays these monthly differences on the loan for you. Now, you wanna make sure that you are working with an agent who knows how to write this up in your offer, so the title company doesn't apply this concession to other closing costs and you lose it. And you also wanna make sure your lender knows that you're doing this so they can set up the escrow account to make these payments for you. Now, I have a great lender who does that and would love to make that connection for you if you are considering a home purchase. So reach out to me if you'd like that connection. Now, if you are thinking about buying and that it might be in the cards for you, let's talk. We work with buyers who are just starting out all the way to estate purchases. And we have sold everything from historic homes up to new construction. So let's hop on a call to get started and you can reach me by phone or text at 214-803-4444 or start with an email to me at jshannon at kw.com. And if selling is on your radar, the market is back to being super competitive and the presentation of your home is critical. You can no longer just put a sign in the yard, pick your price and pop it on the MLS. This is why we put a lot of focus into how your home is presented promoted and positioned in this marketplace. So that means we bring in a home stager and even bringing in furniture for select listings if it's needed. We create a website for each of our listings and it is its own existing website. We hire a professional photographer, we produce a video, we buy digital digital ads, we do so much more for your home. Our team has closed over 244 deals worth over $113 million this year alone. We know what it takes to get homes sold in this transitioning market, and we leverage all these lessons learned for the benefit of our clients. So if you are ready to get started on selling or buying your home, reach out to me by phone or text at 214-803-4444 or email me at jshannon at kw.com. I would love the opportunity to interview with you to earn your business. Well, Dallas Fort Worth, that is all I have for this month's update. I look forward to updating you next month on what's happening right here in our real estate market. Bye now.